to the I Should Have Known podcast with Soups, Andy, and Tanner. It's a trivia podcast with a twist. Each episode, we dive into an interesting topic, and the host will share four big facts about it. But beware, one of those facts is total BS. Play along with the others to try to figure out which one is the lie, and by the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. Welcome to another episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. I'm Andy, and today Tanner is going to tell us four facts about something that I simply cannot live without, and that's coffee. But be careful because one of his facts is total BS. So let's see if Soups and I and you can figure out which one that is. So what you got, Tan? Today we're talking about coffee. I'm fairly certain that everyone is aware what coffee is. <laughs> yes. Right. Everyone knows coffee. I'm currently drinking coffee. But I was going to ask, Soups, you're a tea man, aren't you? That is correct. Growing up, of course, you know, I come from Assam, so that's the tea state, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we drink. Yeah. <laughs> But if I drink coffee, I get like palpitations. Mm-hmm. So I can do two espressos in a year. Wow. <laughs> in a year. <laughs> yeah. That's really planned out. Yeah. I mean, now I'm due for another cup. <laughs> so yeah, I don't drink coffee. Well, this will probably still be approachable, I hope. Yeah. yeah. But the two shots, you said, the two espresso shots. Yeah. So if you had a Viennese coffee, you'd get your whole year's worth of coffee in one go. <laughs> Apparently, that's just two espresso shots and whipped cream. Oh, wow. Okay. Oof. I don't think I could do that. And I drink a lot of coffee every day. So no, thank you. So where did coffee come from? What is coffee? You have coffee beans. You have to grind them, mix them with boiling water, and then you make coffee. Yeah. But before they're beans, they come from cherries that are grown on a tree, and they have to be roasted before they get to the consumer. Mm -hmm. These trees, they naturally grew in Ethiopia, and then they got kind of exported from there. The word coffee most likely comes into English from Dutch, and from there it came from Turkish, and from there it came from Arabic, kawa. People going from Ethiopia to the Arabian Peninsula, they brought coffee with them. And then it was used there in Sufi religious ceremonies to keep them awake. And that's why the coffee itself, the species of the plant, is called... Coffee Arabica. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting that you mentioned the connection with Sufism. Because if you've been to any of these Sufi concerts, these Sufi singers or these mystics, they go on for the entire night. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. It totally makes sense. That's now. a game changer once you bring coffee in. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that's where they think that the first way of drinking coffee like we do today came from. Because in Ethiopia, they would consume it in other ways, but not roasting and brewing like we do. Okay. Right. That's where coffee came from. Yeah. Yeah. You get some like geographic world history by yeah. tracing the etymology yeah. because why is it the dutch all you know, all these like connections through time and geography mm-hmm. yep that's why i like words and etymology personally <laughs> i'm curious because you mentioned dutch did the dutch also take coffee to indonesia if it started in ethiopia how did it end up in indonesia my first fact is about this okay so the dutch colonized a lot of the world 
they went to South America, they went to what was called the East Indies, and they brought with them these products from the local populations. Right. Yes. So fact number one, mocha, the term for a chocolate-flavored latte coffee, comes from the Javanese word for chocolate. So the explanation behind this is the Dutch set up a colony in Suriname in South America, and that's where they got their chocolate from. And when their Dutch East India Company sailed to Indonesia, like you mentioned, specifically to Java, they brought the chocolate with them. And then the locals in Java mixed it with what they had, which was coffee, and they made a new drink and they called it mocha because it had the chocolate and the coffee. All right. I am just now putting together Java, the place, and Java coffee. I never put together that that's why we call it that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So coffee only grows in certain areas, and it's specifically like a band around the equator right. that Ethiopia is in, Brazil is in, and Java is in. So it makes sense that coffee grows in Indonesia. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's exactly what I was talking about earlier. You can trace the word history and the world history at the same time. Mm-hmm. The fact is that mocha is the Javanese word for chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Mocha. Okay. Oh, I'm just confused why they had a word for chocolate. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. So before the Dutch got to Java with their chocolate, they didn't have this concept for a chocolate-flavored coffee. Right. But when they got there, the Javanese called the chocolate that they brought mocha, and they mixed it with the coffee that they already had, and so the Dutch took the term mocha. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Fact number two, the most expensive coffee comes from elephant poop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I need more details to give you a reaction. (laughs) Okay. The most expensive coffee by pound is called Black Ivory. It's $1,500 per pound, and it's produced by feeding coffee beans to elephants and then picking out the digested beans from their stool and then washing them and roasting them and making coffee. And where is it from? So this is in Thailand, and they specifically do it in an elephant refuge. So it's... Okay for the elephants. They're rescued elephants. They're not force feeding them or anything. But there's a couple things that make it difficult. So a lot of times they chew up the beans, so they're gone. You can't use those. And a lot of times it's really hard to find the beans in their stool. <laughs> so this is why the price is so high. Who wants to do that, you know? Yeah. Wait, if I'm understanding this right, that means there is this own one shelter elephant shelter that does this or is this like a network as far as i know the coffee is produced in cooperation with an elephant refuge so it might just be one place that might be why the price is so high because there's such little supply Mm, very interesting and do you know how much does it cost yeah how much was it again fifteen hundred dollars per pound What's like a normal... Yes, for comparison. Yeah. I looked up a pound of Starbucks whole beans costs between 6 and $16. So this is considerably more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You may have heard of the second most expensive coffee. Mm-hmm. Is it Kobe Luwak? Yes. Kobe Luwak, yeah. <laughs> this makes the rounds on the blogs every year. The world's most infamous coffee. Mm-hmm. Also poop related. 
Yes. Also blueprint. Okay. <laughs> Made in the same way, different animal. It's like a civet? Yes, also mm-hmm. known as a toddy cat. This animal lives in trees and it eats the coffee cherries and then it has certain enzymes that partially break down the cherries and then they take the discarded beans, clean them, roast them, and brew them. I guess it tastes like plums, but again, you have to sort through their poop. So I always thought that coffee luwak was the most expensive coffee. Right, I know. But the fact that you mentioned that it is the second most expensive one, where it is like, I actually once gave coffee luwak as a gift to one of my colleagues because he's a big coffee addict. Then I asked him, like, you know, how to, and he was like, yeah, I've had better coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've had coffee luwak or not. No, I've always wanted to try it. Yeah, it's, it was quite expensive. I paid about uh, 140s worthy for about 20, 30 grams or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So that's like... About $30 for 30 grams. You guys can convert that yourselves. <laughs> uh, for price comparison, the website I found said that you can get Kopi Luwak for $600 a pound. Mm-hmm. So the elephant sets like twice as much. Over twice as much, yeah. Okay. Fact number three. As of 2015, Finland consumes the most coffee per capita. Hmm. Okay. Why do I feel like I've heard this in some trivia? Yeah. See, this is another <laughs> one that goes around. They always make infographics. Yeah. But is it true? Okay. Give us some more details. Yeah. Tell us. Why do the Finns love their coffee? Well, their coffee drinking is like a ritual during the day, kind of like fika in Sweden. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The word for coffee in Finnish is kavi, and the ritual around drinking it is similar to Swedish fika, which is basically like a whole performance of a coffee break. You set aside time to be with friends and drink a nice cup of coffee in a nice warm place with like pastries. They specifically have sweet buns with vanilla icing. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Swedish has like a name for each cup of coffee you have during the day. So, like, that's how much coffee they drink. Yeah, that gets back to our untranslatable words episode, right? Yeah, right. We didn't talk about this word, but this is, like, another untranslatable word where it means, like, the coffee after your second cup of coffee or something. Yeah, because coffee is such a big part of their day, part of their culture. They have specific terms for these things, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know that the Finns drank so much coffee. Yes. Finland consumes 12 kilos per person per year on average. So in comparison, the U.S. is around four kilos per person per year. Okay. I need some context though. Like how many cups of coffee is that? (laughs) Yeah. You can convert it to cups of coffee consumed per capita on average. Finland consumes like three and a half per day. Three and a half cups per person per day. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Is it true that the U.S. consumes the most, like, in volume? If you go by volume, by metric tons of annual consumption, the U.S. has the most. Yeah. It has over a million two hundred thousand, And then next is Brazil with yeah. just over a million. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned at the very beginning, Viennese coffee. Mm-hmm. So the fika in Sweden, Viennese coffee houses is a whole cultural phenomenon in Austria. Vienna has a really cool cafe culture. Yeah. Well, fact number four, America had a cafe before Vienna. 
that really goes against people's ideas of Europe is older. Yeah. Yeah. And where was this cafe? Yeah. Where was the first cafe in America? First cafe in America was in Boston. Of course, I guess. Sure. You probably could have guessed. Pre-revolution? <laughs> yes. So colonial America. Right. 1676. Uh-huh. The first coffee house was opened. Huh. No connection with the Boston Tea Party. A lot of people <laughs> drop connections. Yeah. <laughs> probably actually. Yes. Yeah. Hold on though. So we all, we talked about, you know, America's first cafe when it was Vienna's. The first coffee house in Vienna was opened in 1685 by an Armenian. Okay. Or if you believe the legend in 1683 by a Pole. Oh. Interesting. So this date is very important because 1683 is the year of the Battle of Vienna. Oh, so they like took coffee from the Ottomans and then were like, get out of our city. <laughs> exactly. You know the legend. You didn't even realize. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the, the way the story goes is that 1683, Battle of Vienna is happening. The Poles are there. The way they tell it, they're saving the Viennese, oh, right? Yes, yes. The Wing of the Stars. Yeah, the winged hussars come in and they save the Viennese from the Ottoman Turks. And then the Polish king, Jan Sobieski III, he comes in and liberates the city. Mm-hmm. Well, the legend goes that while the city was under siege, a Pole who was living in Vienna snuck out, got word to Jan Sobieski, the king, to come and liberate them. And then he snuck back in. And so they didn't surrender because this guy, Jerzy, Kulchitsky, he brought news that the king was coming. So just hold out. Okay. And then when the king came, he rewarded Yerzhe with all the coffee left behind by the Turks. And so he used <laughs> it to open a coffee house. Wow. wow. That's uh, an interesting story. How true is any of... I mean, obviously the Battle of Vienna did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Battle of Vienna happened. King Sobieski did liberate um, the Viennese. Yeah. And that guy did exist. Jerzy Kulczycki, but it's pretty well established that someone made up the whole legend about the coffee. Yeah, sure. That's very funny, though. It's rare to get a story about that battle that I haven't heard before. Yeah. Because, you know, if you live in Poland, you hear a lot about that one. Right. Yep. Okay. It was probably first opened two years later by an Armenian. No, no fancy legend. Okay. 1680, what? Three? 1685. 85, okay. Oh, 83 was... 1683 was the battle. 1676 was Boston. So like literally 100 years before the revolution. <laughs> or not. Or you made that up. Yeah. All right. Wow. Wow. So one of those is a lie. So can you just read them back for us, please? <laughs> One of these is a lie. Fact number one, mocha, the term for a chocolate-flavored latte coffee, comes from the Javanese word for chocolate. Fact number two, the most expensive coffee comes from elephant poop. Fact number three, Finland consumes the most coffee per capita as of 2015. And fact number four, America had a cafe before Vienna. Okay. 
and the, the way I'm looking at it, elimination, you can rule out fact number three because I think that's pretty believable. Finland. Yeah, I, I thought it might have been Sweden, but, you know, that would be yeah. kind of really unfair of him to switch up those. Yeah, that's a dodgy thing to do. Oh, yeah, it's not like, Finland. Oh, it's not Finland, it's Sweden. Like, yeah. like okay. Okay. And number two, by general knowledge, we all know it's Kapi Luwak. That's the most expensive coffee. But here's a curveball. Yeah. I mean, I would have totally gone for fact number two till the time Tanner didn't bring it up that you were I know, ready. I know. But then I was like, that's such a smooth lie, though, if you're like, oh, I know you yeah. all think it's this one, but actually. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you're talking about these kind of superlative things, like all someone has to do is get someone to buy they're like one bag of coffee that's more and now that's the most expensive coffee so like it's kind of ridiculous that it's the same concept of like the poop of the animal but you know a very small niche producer usurping the famous number one most expensive seems possible and i think we didn't spend enough time dissecting its name it's called the black ivory (laughs) ivory I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> and then... Uh, well, about mocha, I mean... I uh, no, I don't know enough Dutch or Javanese to make any sort of connection. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you're going to go with, then? I think I will go with number two. Yeah. The way he tried to defend it, too. I am quite skeptical of number two as well. But since you're going with that one, I'm going to yeah. go with... I find it very suspect that the Javanese would have their own word for chocolate. The word chocolate comes from Mesoamerica and the languages of that region. So it's possible, but it seems weird. Almost every other language on the planet uses some form of chocolate. So where'd they get mocha from? Yeah. So I'm going with number two. I'm going with number one. Okay. Mocha is the lie. It's the lie. Okay. I knew it was the linguistics one. <laughs> yeah. So Mocha is a city in Yemen. It's one of the most important port cities in Yemen. And it's just across the sea from Africa. And so coffee beans were transported from Ethiopia across to Yemen. And then on the Arabian Peninsula, coffee was grown and then exported through Mocha. So the coffee wasn't grown in Mocha, but it was exported through there. Yeah. It's just a coincidence that Mocha is associated with chocolate and coffee drinks because the coffee that was brewed in Yemen reminded people of chocolate. Hmm. Cool. The city of Mocha. I had not heard of that. Very interesting. The elephant thing's real? Elephant thing's real. Yeah. Wow. I should have known. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get extra fun facts and to let us know what you want to hear in future episodes. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can even let your friends know about your new favorite trivia podcast. Copy, copy, copy. Coffee.